like and subscribe to our channel. Leave your questions and feedback in the comments section. Enjoy the video. Moving on to chapter 44, verse 20. And indeed, I have sought refuge in my Lord and your Lord. If Muslims desire to enter the sanctuary and refuge of Allah, the exalted, in this world and the next, they must sincerely obey him by fulfilling his commands, refraining from his prohibitions, and being patient with destiny, according to the traditions of the Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him, the same way a worldly king will not protect or honor the one who disobeys them, neither will Allah, the exalted. Whoever fails in this duty will be a loser in both worlds, even if they obtain much worldly success as this very success, will eventually, become a burden for them, in both worlds. A Muslim must act on this divine attribute, by safeguarding, every trust they possess, such as their blessings, by using them, according to the teachings, of Islam. They should safeguard their actions, and speech, from the disobedience, of Allah, the Exalted. Moving on to chapter 44, verse 21. But if you do not believe me, then leave me alone. A Muslim should always support what is right and beneficial, irrespective of who is involved or organizing it, and never strive against it in any way, whether this is externally by openly rejecting it and unconstructively criticizing it, or internally by pretending to support the project but secretly plotting against it and putting people off who are part of it through their negativity. If a Muslim cannot honestly take part and aid in things which are good, the least they can do is not oppose it, either externally or internally. It is important to note that those who plot evil things will be encompassed by its evil consequences, even if this punishment is delayed and not obvious to them. Chapter 35, verse 43. But the evil plot does not encompass except its own people. 